0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I let the fun begin. Let the fun begin. The uh, New Hampshire primary was last night. It is over. The race for the Republican nomination is over. Donald trade Trump versus Joe Biden to a 77-year-old versus an 81-year-old. And last night, uh, it uh, the... Uh, The process of watching the meltdown begins. Uh, I was uh, curious. So I put on MSNBC. I put on CNN. They are not handling it well. Let's put it that way. And Joe Biden is not handling it well. I can't believe we have 10 months of this, but so be it. I'm here for it. It's going to be fun. Um, Clearly, Nikki Haley, who declares victory every time she loses, is hanging around. But if, you were, if you're not paying attention, Nikki Haley has no path here. She has no way to get in this race and make it competitive. She came within 12 points last night of Donald Trump because of independents and Democrats in New Hampshire who voted for only 26% of Nikki Haley's Voters last night were Republicans. She was rejected by Republicans because she's not a Republican. She's trying to be a spoiler, but people who are uh, paying attention, who know her, know she's not really a Republican. She has no shot. She's not even competing in Nevada next week. She's counting on her home state of South Carolina in a month. But South Carolina polls show she's going to get trounced in her home state. Everybody in that state supports Trump. It is a deep red state that has no interest in Nikki Haley as their nominee. So she's going to hang in there. She's going to make victory speeches, but she's going to lose in Nevada and then she's going to get destroyed in South Carolina. And then she'll be done before uh, super Tuesday. Trump is your nominee. Some of us, you know, we were uh, rooting for someone else. I was pulling for DeSantis. It didn't happen. Maybe 2028. For now, it is Donald J. Trump, and I am going to enjoy this. Um, I I clearly would have preferred a younger man, but that's not going to happen. It is once more Trump versus Biden, and it was all on display last night. Trump was not quite the gracious winner he was in Iowa. He went right at bird brain last night in his victory speech. He made fun of her. He made fun of her dress. You know, he doesn't think uh, she should be. Uh, uh, she should still be competing in this. He wants her to step away, step down, move on. She's not going to do it because she's got a lot of money. She hates Trump and she's got a lot of support from the media, from from uh, independents, from Trump haters. So she's going to hang around and she'll be humiliated next week and again in South Carolina. But um, Joe Biden is turning his focus to Trump. Trump's turning his focus to Biden. That's a good thing. The race has begun. And here's what you're going to see. Last night, Donald Trump won New Hampshire for the third time. He's the first person ever to win New Hampshire three times. He won Iowa and New Hampshire, which is very unusual. No one's done that in decades. It was a big deal. It was the first primary. It was covered wall to wall by all the news outlets. But when he finally took the stage to make a speech with, by the way, many of his uh, former competitors on the stage with him, including uh, Tim Scott and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, um, he took the stage and started to speak and CNN And MSNBC, which would be two of the three big outlets, uh, Fox News and Newsmax, carried the speech. CNN and MSNBC started to carry the speech, but decided, you know, they just can't allow their viewers to hear from the leading, the guy who's leading in all the polls, the guy who was president four years ago, the guy who will probably be president again next year, you're not allowed to hear from him because they've decided that he he um, uh, uh, s- s- uh, s- participates. He he offers up. He speaks in too much uh, disinformation, half truths. <laughs> this from MSNBC. It was glorious. None other than the leading purveyor of misinformation. That would be one. Rachel Maddow made the determination that you can't hear from the 45th and probably the 47th president. No, nope. Too dangerous. She cannot let you hear from him. Let's watch this. This was just glorious. Go ahead.
1: And she was up, and I said, "Wow!" Well, so she's So there we you know, go. Um, like so this so is part like of the won. issue here. Uh, so Donald Trump she saying won. that he won New Hampshire um, not only in previous primaries, but that he won New Hampshire in the general election um, is not true. Donald Trump did, to his credit, um, in 2016 win the New Hampshire Republican primary. He did, in 2020, win the New Hampshire Republican primary. But both in 2016, when he was competing against Hillary Clinton, in the general election, he narrowly lost New Hampshire in the general election. And then in 2020, when he was competing against Joe Biden in the general election, he lost <laughs> New Hampshire. New Hampshire.
0: You have Biden, Trump on one side, Rachel on the other, fact-checking in real time, fact-checking the president, the former president, because he said he won New Hampshire and he won it in the general election, which is what people say all the time. We know that. We know when he won in 2016, when Bush won, when Bush won again, all the Democrats or oh, many Democrats said uh, it's not legitimate. He's not a legitimate president. Uh, Russia, this, this woman was the number one purveyor of Russia, the Russia collusion hoax for years. She talked about Russia helping Trump win. That was OK. But Trump saying in passing that he won New Hampshire in 2016 and 2020. She can't let you hear that. They can't wait till after the speech to fact check. They have to interrupt the speech and not let you hear from the guy who won last night. It's just remarkable. These people are insane. They've lost their minds. I was watching, they had a panel on CNN, it was about 27 people, and they just take turns just melting down because Donald Trump is the nominee and they can't handle they can't stomach they can't the thought just just breaks them it breaks their brains this is going to go on for 10 more months and if trump wins for five more (laughs) years these people of i just can't handle it it's it's amazing to watch let's watch by the way what they were allowed to show you from joe biden who made an appearance in virginia uh To I guess to counter the, the the New Hampshire primary, that's about as far as Joe can go these days. Go to New uh, go to Virginia, and talk about abortion. That's he's got two cards to play: January sixth and abortion, and 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 by extension, uh threat the democracy. You're going to hear that too. Biden steps to the mic. No one has a problem with this, and he immediately starts spewing. uh election denialism, and misinformation. Let's watch.
1: Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe.
0: Whoa, the real governor. Wait, wait. You're telling me the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, is not the real governor? Oh, did they steal it from him, Joe? Joe doesn't even know what he's saying there, you know? So he went off script the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. No, Terry McAuliffe lost Joe. He lost to Glenn Youngkin. He's not the governor. But at least you could understand that that part of Biden's speech. If you missed this, if you didn't hear Biden last night, it was one of the all-time Biden gaffes. One, many of the all-time Biden gaffes. Here's the problem we have going forward. We have Trump who's, who's 77 and, you know, he's, he's still got energy. He's still lucid. He's still, he doesn't appear to have dementia, but they're not going to let you hear from him because they hate him so much. And then you have Joe Biden, who's just not well. I mean, let's be honest. I, I know he won in New Hampshire, he won by more than I thought. He got, he got a smaller percentage than Trump did of the vote, but it was a write-in vote because they didn't want to let New Hampshire have the first uh, primary anymore, so they want to move that to South Carolina. But Joe Biden um, uh, is, I guess, going to campaign occasionally, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks. He'll be handled. He'll be he'll be you know they'll they'll bring in the uh, uh, the mortician to do his makeup and 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 put him out on stage and tell him just read the script and then get him off the stage. Just go out there, Joe and say abortion, 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 January 6th, threat to democracy. Just do that. Don't go off script, but he can't help himself. Try to figure out, try to decipher what Joe Biden said to uh, to the crowd in Virginia last night. Listen to this.
1: We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, <laughs> so I get the beginning. Don't mess with the women of America unless you what? want to get the benefit.
1: Unless you want to get the benefit, which I don't know what that means. The
0: benefit? Don't oh, like, mess know, with get the women life? of
1: America unless you want to get the benefit.
0: Here's the real election denialism from the mainstream media, that this guy is fit and Uh, 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 cognitively well enough to run for president. Forget serving as president. We know he can't handle that. We know he's been an abject disaster. But they got their way because they do want to run against Trump. They want the media. The Democrats wanted Trump. They got Trump. They wanted Trump because they have so much material uh, against Trump. They got January 6th. They got election interference. They got 91 indictments. You know, they got Fannie Willis and Jack Smith and Alvin Bragg, they got ammo to run against Trump. So they're glad Trump won. They wanted Trump to win. That's clear. But they also have this cadaver who's going to have to go against him. So Trump's job is easier now than it was four years ago because Biden is in such a decline. Biden is incapable of running a campaign. This is the United States' camera for God's sake. For God's sake. And they will literally sit there on MSNBC and CNN, New York Times, and say, Trump's the one not fit for office. In order to say that, you have to say, I, I, I support this guy. This is, this, this is his opponent. This is it. You got two guys, 177, 181, in the throes of dementia. And you have to say, that's the guy who's fit to serve. Forget the disaster that this country has been through for the last three years, forget the open border, the crime, the, the inflation, you have to make the case that Trump's not fit for office, but Joe Biden is, I mean, it's sad for this country. It's, it's, it's sad that this is the only choice we have, but it's what we got. There's no one else. Nikki Haley can't win. Uh, Dean Phillips can't win. Although we did get, almost 20% of the vote in New Hampshire. I'm sure people want an alternative. I think the number is 28% of, of uh, American voters who, who are okay with this matchup. Most people more, you know, 70 something percent want other candidates. We're not going to get them. I mean, call it a flaw in the system. We're not going to get them. This is who we have. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. And, the idea that they're going to peddle this 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 myth that Trump's not fit for office, but he is—I don't see how you do that. I don't America see is a nation that, that can be defined in a single word. I was a foot him in the foot, foot, foot. Oh, he was in the foothills. <laughs> that is still my favorite. Defined in one word, uh, foothills. the And yesterday, all he did was go down there and say, you know, they're. They're, they're not going to let you kill your baby. You kill your babies, but I mean that's a lie. If you're in Virginia, you can get an abortion. New York, Massachusetts, the people that what they're going to sell them, sell the people of whatever, New York, Massachusetts, is if you vote for Trump, some lady in Mississippi or or uh, Alabama won't be able to get an abortion. You really think that's what is going to drive people to the polls? In the blue states, you'll be able to get all the abortions you want. It's, Watch he me. Left it, the Supreme Court left it up to the states. He left it up to the voters. You could still, you'd be guaranteed in blue states to get an abortion anytime. You'll be able to get an abortion up to the kids 12 years old in New York, Massachusetts, Illinois. No question. But in the in the red states, if the voters don't want it, they will get there. The will of the people will prevail. That's not a great message. That's not a great selling point. And the only other thing is Donald Trump is a threat to democracy, which is why we want to put him in prison, which is why we want to take him off the ballot because he's a threat to democracy. And the way to protect democracy is put your opponent in prison. That's not a great message either. I think it was a great night for Trump. He was, uh, he was not, very conciliatory with Nikki. He's pissed off that Nikki's hanging in there. Uh, But, you know, she's not, she has no chance. I mean, he was mocking her because Nikki gave a speech that sounded like a victory speech. She did it in Iowa when she finished third. (laughs) She said it's a two-man race, and she was celebrating and taking a victory lap. She did it again last night. She's finished a distant second. Uh, lost by 12 points and immediately took a victory lap. And then Trump came right out and just went right at her. Let's listen a little bit. Uh, If that's okay with Rachel, we're going to listen to a little bit more of Trump's uh, victory speech last night. Go ahead. And uh, today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory.
1: But then somebody (laughs) ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely (laughs) when it was at seven. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. (laughs) But
0: but she ran up when it was seven. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing... uh, like a speech, like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she pretended she won Iowa. And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. Spend most of his speech mocking uh, Nikki Haley, which is okay with me. Nikki Haley is staying in because, A, she's got the money. She's got donors behind her. She she thinks it might position her as the leading candidate in 2028. uh, But she knows she's going to get waxed in her home state. So if that happens, what do you do then? You say, on to Super Tuesday, I lost every single primary it's over. I think Trump will just not ignore her, but he has to move on to Joe Biden. He has to move on to, to Biden, Harris, and the disaster they've been. And as I've been saying for months, his next rally should be an eagle past Texas. He should be at the border, at the wall, big crowd cheering, have some of those border patrol guys on. Just focus on the border. Once again, In Iowa and New Hampshire, two states, New Hampshire's probably 4,000 miles from Eagle Pass. It's the number one issue, immigration. They see Logan Airport now overrun with illegal aliens. It's everywhere. Fentanyl is everywhere. It's the biggest issue. It's the reason people want Biden out to save the country and close the border. Trump, that was his thing. Uh, eight years ago, build a wall, seven, eight years ago, well, he should get back to it, go to the border, make it the issue, make it all about the invasion that has been uh, facilitated by Joe Biden and the razor wire, make it about the razor wire. You know why? Because not a single decent American supports Biden's take on that, says the federal government should cut the wire and let the people in. Nobody nobody supports that no Democrat unless they hate the country uh, unless they're like you know squad members a Presley and they hate the country no one supports an open border so focus on that forget bird brain forget all your court cases if you can forget January 6th, just focus on the open border please that's your next move Donald all right we got so much to get to on this uh what is this Wednesday January 24th an unbelievable story about the gender madness you thought it was bad Leah Thomas swimming with the girls or uh you know the track stars the track guys in Connecticut running beating up the girls this takes it to a whole new level this feels like a uh, a test anybody Anybody support that? We'll get to it. We'll get this. We'll get to it. And I'll ask, does anybody okay with this? Is, does anybody think this makes any sense? It's insane. We also want to uh, pay tribute to uh, a fellow UMass alum, uh, one of the Navy SEALs who died off the coast of Somalia. The guy who died diving in to save his comrade, that guy, went to UMass. Went uh, lived in Westfield, went to UMass Amherst like I did. And I'm just going to predict there'll be no buildings named after him, no gyms, no streets. They won't even honor the guy. And this is a true American hero. We will tell you about Christopher Chambers, American hero, now uh, now gone. I'm gone too soon. But uh, first. Excuse me. Are you one of the millions of American men and women? Dealing with premature hair thinning and hair loss, or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it runs in the family. We'll start 2024 off right with a real solution that delivers on its promise without the harsh side effects, unwanted chemicals, and no need for a prescription. Provia uses a safe, natural ingredient, Procopol, to effectively target the three main causes of premature thinning and loss. Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb. Effective for men and women of any age and safe on colored, treated, or styled hair. It's that easy. And right now, new customers can save over 50% plus free shipping on Provia's introductory package at proviahaircom Callahan. Every package includes a full 60 day supply of Provia serum for daily use plus. Provia, super concentrate for faster, more noticeable results. Provia works guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. Don't wait. Order now and save an extra 10% and get free shipping at ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. That's ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. You might have to come up with some new uh, Biden gaffes. Uh, Ironhead put some new ones in the file. Last night's a keeper, man. That was just incredible. But, uh, but I'm going to go to bed. Can we do, before I move on, I want to get to this uh, trend, the latest transgender swimmer. And I do want to get to uh, the Navy SEAL. But the, the, the idea that someone like Rachel Maddow is going to tell us what misinformation is and disinformation is. I mean, that's like that's like the the federal government, the FBI, the DOJ telling deciding what disinformation is. The biggest liars in the world, the biggest purveyors of disinformation are the ones who want to police it. That's the problem. You mentioned this. I mean, in Davos last week, they said our biggest problem in the world is disinformation and they need to regulate it, control it. Well, who decides what disinformation is? This person, Rachel, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. I mean, who decides? They do. So they spent years lying to you. I mean, nobody has lied to you more than NBC and MSNBC. Nobody, and they decided because <laughs> Donald Trump mentions that he, you know, he, he the election was stolen, which it was. We all know. Uh, you could just start with the laptop, go to the big tech, go to uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, um censoring conservatives censoring health censoring trump and uh and lying about the laptop right there to the election to biden that's it that's all you needed was to help of big tech so yes it was rigged but you you can't say that on msnbc or rachel maddow will silence you let's how long is this thing a minute a minute Let's let's watch and listen to this woman, this this awful, evil woman who says she won't allow Donald Trump to lie to you. This is this is the person who's decided she can regulate who gets to speak and who doesn't. Good.
1: The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded, they helped, they were in on it. This is kind of a real story. The connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real, they were covert communications that someone was trying to hide that the trump organization and alpha bank appear to have been trying to hide. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person all time. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, the virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Oh, man. We and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. And that is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. <laughs>
0: It's just priceless. She is not going to let you hear untrue things. The woman who just told you the vaccine, the disease, that the the virus stops with every vaccinated person. That's the one who's not going to let you hear from the guy who is likely to be your next president. Now, what are they going to do if he wins? (laughs) No state of the union addresses. I mean, unlike Joe Biden, Donald Trump is accountable. Donald Trump does press conferences. He does interviews. Are they not going to let you hear from them because he said he won New Hampshire, you know, eight years ago? I, I love this. Again, I was a DeSantis guy, but I, the thing I really enjoy, and I'm supporting Trump 100%, is watching him break their brains, which is what he's done. They have He has broken their brain. They don't know what to do. Now they'll focus on Cause they don't want disinformation. They'll focus on, you know, Eugene Carroll and that whack job and the ridiculous claim that Trump raped her. Oh, they'll focus on Atlanta where, you know, that ethical, that, that, that beacon of ethics, uh, Fannie Willis is paying her boyfriend 700 grand and they're taking trips together while going after Trump and all his, uh, compatriots. It's just comical. The level, the lengths they'll go to stop them and they can't do it. They can't stop them. It's driving them nuts. All right. We got to move on. We got to move on to uh, Nevada and then South Carolina and then Super Tuesday. It is too bad. I like these races. I like politics. I like primaries and it's over. You know, it's usually interesting, at least till, you know, South Carolina or a Super Tuesday. But all the states who vote Super Tuesday, what are you going to do? I mean, there's no choice to be made. There's going to be talk of you know protest votes and Dean Phillips and RFK Jr. But we all know the field is settled at least until Biden falls down and breaks a hip or or uh, you know his doctors determine that the dementia's gotten too bad and he has to uh, you know step down. And then you either get Kamala or or. Uh, <laughs> You know, Gavin Newsom or I don't think Michelle Obama Michelle Obama is not going to run Because Michelle Obama Has the greatest life of anybody in the world She's making hundreds of millions Of dollars mm-hmm. to do nothing um, She's flying all over the world She's got many oceanfront mansions She's got the greatest life She hates Trump But even if you're She hates, you're
1: gonna, she hates two people, Trump and personal chefs Right <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Do you have that? Uh, that here's, here's what CNN wants. This is a CNN reporter. I sent you this uh, interview with CNN reporter interviewing Kamala Harris. This is the kind of person who is uh, 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 employed at a major cable news network, probably making a million bucks a year. You wonder, like, who thinks Kamala Harris is a real candidate? Who thinks Kamala Harris is is legitimate and could be president. Most, I mean, every person, every normal person knows she's too dumb, she's too fake, she's too creepy, cringy. She could never do the job. But if she were to be the candidate, CNN would be there to prop her up, man. Listen to this CNN host, Laura Coates, uh, interviewing. This is a news person interviewing Kamala Harris the other day. Watch this.
1: Let me ask you one more question. I'm struck just in your presence. The I was watching you on stage, watching the reactions from the crowd, Mm -hmm. looking you in the eye with your passion that you were
0: displaying and talking about so many issues. And yet you hear candidates suggesting that a vote for President Biden because of his age is somehow a vote for you. And that is hurled as an insult. It's intended to demonstrate some negative viewpoint towards you what is your reaction to this thought that with your background in particular with your career that there is some thought that
1: you are incapable well i i think that um most women who have risen in their profession who are leaders
0: in their profession, have had similar experiences. Mm.
1: Um, I was the first woman to be elected district attorney. I was the first woman to be elected attorney general in the state of California. And I'm the first woman to be vice president.
0: And I love my job. (laughs) Oh, God. The reporter was struck in her presence. I'm struck in your presence. (laughs) She's... Good luck. Good luck with that. If she is the nominee, CNN is going to have to work overtime, man, to legitimize her and make people think she can actually do the job. All right, enough of these phonies. I'm um, looking forward to the next uh, 10 months. It's going to be wild. But anyway, we got a lot to get to. Let's get to, get to the latest uh, guy, man, grown man, 50-year-old man, who identifies as a 13-year-old girl. And they're letting him shower with the girls I need Someone to explain this to me. Excuse me. A recession-proof investment without compromise, European-American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably-priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full-size in three popular calibers, first-time gun owner, No problem. EAA Corp. All-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker Fire Pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp says, get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. I, I'm just going to read this. I, I'm telling you, I, I saw the report from Rebel News. We'll play it. But I saw the report and said, this can't be real. So I started uh, reading up. It's real. Now it's Canada which is obviously you know,
1: completely, explains a lot
0: <laughs> completely gone. I mean, we're not much better, but maybe this is next thing uh, for us because, you know, God knows you know, Leah Thomas was, was, was celebrated by our mainstream media and broke records, won awards, all that. And, you know, people were uh, defending or supporting him, but this is insane beyond insane. This is from rebel news. It says, uh, oh, this is from, uh, the Western journal in Canada, the undermining of women's sports appears to have hit a new low on Wednesday. Rebel news reported that a 50 year old man, Nicholas Cepeda was allowed to compete in females in a female swimming contest on the grounds that he identifies as a teenage girl. This is real. Um, um we first got wind of Cepeda back in October when he competed in a swim meet in Ontario, said Rebel News' David Menzies. We were tipped off by concerned parents that this 50-year-old man prefers to compete with teenage girls as young as 13. The Canadian outlet also revealed Cepeda showers with the female competitors, showers with 13-year-old girls, and in Canada – Somebody, I I guess, supports this. Nobody's arrested him, nobody's beaten him, but let's watch as this incredulous uh, rebel news reporter reports from poolside. Go ahead.
1: Of course, the infamous 50-year-old man who
0: identifies as a 13-year-old girl, that allows Nicholas uh, to swim with the teenage girls. Oh, and by the way, change and shower with them as well even though it's against world aquatic rules he should be competing in an other division other as in transgendered division it's disgusting but no he is so <laughs> entitled he insists on swimming with real biological girls we finally have a definitive answer to where nicholas Sapita changes and showers it is in the girls dressing room i saw it myself with my own eyes he didn't go into the male dressing room he didn't go into the family dressing room how can this be real? How can this be happening? This is a grown man, a 50-year-old man with man parts, and he's swimming, and he's big, too. He's tall. He's, he's hideous, but he's big, tall, 50-year-old man swimming against 13-year-old girls and showering and changing with 13-year-olds. This is in Canada. How, I mean, we all know this is wrong. This is insane. This is offensive. It's, it's remarkable how little liberals seem to care about girls now. They don't care. I mean, we hear from whatever, Kamala Harris and, and Jill Biden and Lauren Coates and Rachel Maddow, they'll pretend they care about women and girls, and then they will defend this freak when he goes into the women's locker room. And Every time I tweet about this, every time we talk about it, we get the same messages saying, where are the dads? That is such a good question. Where are the dads? What dad could hear, see this freak go in the locker room with his 13-year-old daughter and not do something, not go in there and and drag this freak out by his hair? How, How could any parent, how could any mother, any father, any brother allow this? That's what I don't get, and I've been reading about it. And it's happening. He is swimming. We just saw it swimming. He's got his own lane and they're in the next lane. Some girl that just went through puberty's in the next lane. And this freakazoid is beating them in the pool and then making them uncomfortable. It's just like Leah Thomas. The thing that Leah Thomas enjoyed the most was making young girls uncomfortable. That turned him on. Probably same with this deal. this guy, He makes the young girls uncomfortable, and that makes him excited. And I guess if you live in Canada, you're allowed to do that. Identify as a 13-year-old. Does that mean, like, I could go play Little League? I identify as a 10-year-old. I'm going to play Little League.
1: (laughs) I think so. You hit hit cleanup, I think.
0: You know what? Bring it on, because nobody, no decent human being, Thinks this is okay. Nobody thinks this guy is a girl. No one thinks this guy is is a it's a teenaged girl. So now we can identify as different ages. You can. I'm gonna go back to high school. I want to go back. Just utter madness, utter insanity. All right, we got to get to uh, my new hero, a uh, real American hero, and. I want to see what we do about this guy. I want to see how we honor him, celebrate him. I'll be watching. We'll get to uh, the story of UMass's own Christopher Chambers. But first.
1: Excuse me.
0: When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Some people are concerned. They might have to go for a long time without electricity or even food. That's why I want to introduce you to 4Patriots.com. Get preparedness products you can use now and they could save your life later. My favorite is 4Patriot's new solar generator, the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. It uses the endless free power of the sun to power lights, your TV, medical equipment, even run your fridge. Or pick up one of 4Patriot's best-selling survival food kits. Delicious tasting and designed to last for 25 years. They even have kits with real meat. And if the power's out, no worries. Just boil water over a fire, simmer, and serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal and stay safe in a crisis. More smart people than ever are finding 4Patriots.com. Over 2 million customers trust them. You might even have seen them on TV. I had folks at 4Patriots set up a special page for you at 4Patriots.com slash Jerry so that listeners of this podcast can see this week's discounts and get deals before they go away. Go to patriots.com slash jerry but hurry! These deals won't last long. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to patriots.com slash jerry right, This is from NBC Boston. This is a, a story, and this will drive me crazy because you could probably ask anybody in 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 New England about this guy today, and they won't know. They won't hear the story. Joe Biden never said a word about Christopher Chambers, never said a word about Nathan Gage. Those are the two Navy SEALs that lost their lives last week off the coast of Somalia trying to board a ship full of weapons headed to Yemen, doing their job fighting Joe Biden's war. They lost their lives in the sea, uh, in the rough seas. And since then, Joe, the Biden administration put out a little statement, but Joe Biden said nothing, nothing about it. I don't even know if any of our senators, congress people have said anything about this guy, but they should. Not only should they talk about him, there should be the, the the funeral should be covered, the the reaction in his uh the town he lived in, Westfield, in the school at UMass Amherst. They should be honoring and celebrating this man. They won't. They're too busy celebrating Hamas terrorists in Amherst, but here is the story briefly of uh, Christopher Chambers. Under the darkness of night in the rolling high seas of Somalia, members of U.S. Navy SEAL Team Three began to climb aboard an unflagged ship that was carrying illicit Iranian-made weapons to Yemen. As Navy Special Warfare Operator Second Class Nathan Gage, Nathan Gage Ingram began climbing the ladder on the boat, he slipped, falling into a gap. The waves had created between the vessel and the SEAL's combatant craft. As he went under, Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers, a former UMass swimmer, jumped into the gap to try to save him. It was an instinctive act honed by years of training, one teammate going after another, but weighted down by their body armor, weapons, and heavy equipment, The two SEALs plunged into the depths of the Arabian Sea and died. The mission came as the interdiction of weapons to Yemen takes on new urgency. They searched for 11 days because these guys are Navy SEALs. You never know. These are great swimmers and badasses, but to no avail. On Monday, the Navy released their names after their families were notified the Navy. The Joe Biden released a statement. Jill and I are mourning the tragic deaths of two America's finest Navy SEALs who were lost at sea executing a mission. Did he even say their names? It just it just amazes me how little we talk about this, and how little we celebrate these guys. Chambers graduated from Westfield High School and went to UMass Amherst, where he swam on the swim team. Now they will building buildings, new buildings every day and gyms and libraries. Cause these universities are such scam artists. They, they, they are flush with cash. If you go to spend any time on college campuses, you know, they're all flush with cash. They'll build a new building. They'll build a new library and they'll name it after some politician, some hack politician, like some Kennedy. And they won't even honor this guy. I mean, this is a genuine hero. Kids in school, Should be taught about Christopher Chambers. They won't be. They should be. We have lost our way. We will honor. There's a new ship in the Navy named after Harvey Milk, the gay activist who uh, had a real affinity for teenage boys out in San Francisco. He was assassinated. They named a shift after Harvey Milk. They won't name a ship after Christopher Chambers. Now, maybe it's just me, but this is a genuine. Steal a story of a genuine American hero. And he won't, no one will even know the name. You ask someone today, Christopher Chambers, they'll be like, yeah, never heard of him. There they are, there are these two studs. I mean, let's be honest, they're both heroes. But Christopher Chambers' story is he dove into the Arabian Sea at night in the waves, in the rough, to save his comrade. And he lost his life in the process. That's a guy. You can't honor enough. That's a guy who can't be celebrated enough. Name a building after him, UMass, please. They won't, but they should. All right. We got to move. We got to go. I I did want to get, Maybe we'll do this tomorrow. I'm fascinated by Bill Belichick being unemployed. I don't know about you, Ironhead, but this is, let's be honest, the best coach ever. He's available. You don't have to give up a draft pick. There are five openings. He's still available. He's still out there. Someone's going to sign him. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little tomorrow, and uh, we will play uh, what the latest Donald Trump press conference that the rest of the media won't play. This is going to be nuts. It's going to be a wild 10 months. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, but we'll leave it there for today. Thanks, Ironhead. Thanks for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll try to do it again tomorrow. But I'm going to go to bed for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners.